if you do have a C-class asset, having Section 8 at this point in time is probably not a bad thing, right? Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. With me, as always, we got Matt Jones. Matt, how are you doing today? I am doing excellent. How are you doing, Todd? I'm doing fantastic. Still stuck in Florida. It's, it's a bummer, man. It's, it's, it's just too bad. It's sunny. It's warm. It's oh, just too bad. I, yeah, yeah. You feel bad for me, don't you? Absolutely. I, I really feel sorry <laughs> for you. Uh, we're only going to be, uh, we're only going to be down South for another all week and a half, two weeks, two weeks. So, you know, time, time it, it'll end soon. No, yeah, maybe we'll have some snow in Minnesota waiting for you. We'll see. We'll see. The kids want it. I, I wouldn't mind it either. Coming back, have a little snow for Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's all. That's always good. They're 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 laughing because we'll drive by and there's a palm tree lit up and like we had a we went to a Christmas parade yesterday and uh, they're just laughing because everybody's in shorts and a t-shirt and uh, you know like there's no snow they're like oh there's a snowflake it's you know it's lit up like oh, there's a snowflake oh that's funny <laughs> so so uh, a little different down here but people down here it's like it's normal like mm-hmm. what's wrong <laughs> yeah if it did snow down there they wouldn't know what to do yeah no no it doesn't snow down here i mean you know they'll get a flake it'll get a little bit but it's not uh it's not minnesota snow mm-hmm. So cool, man. Uh, What are we talking about today? Well, we're talking about vacancies. Yeah, vacancies. Well, here's the deal. We started out this pandemic, and I think everybody was freaked out that we were going to have tons of vacancies. We're going to have all this economic loss. uh, Things were going to be really bad. And that just didn't happen, quite frankly. It uh, It was actually really the opposite. My properties, uh, anything that was vacant got leased out. We took two complexes of ours from roughly 75% occupancy to 95% occupancy within a few months. Um, We were getting high demand on renovated units. Things were just like, wow, this this is amazing. It did the exact opposite of what a lot of experts and just what a lot of people were expecting, myself included, quite frankly, I, I was expecting some hardship to happen and it just didn't. Um, fast forward, you know, that was, that was March. I was April. That was May, uh, June. Fast forward. Now we're in December and uh, we, I am seeing pain points now in the market and I'm hearing it from other people as well. I just spoke with a a gentleman the other day and we were talking about, uh, they were having issues with vacancies. Uh, I'm down here in Florida. I was talking with a broker, the very same thing. So we're seeing it in various markets and every market's a little bit different. Um, but we're seeing where we're now getting higher vacancies, uh, and, the units that become vacant sit for a long time compared to, I mean, before, like if your unit sat for more than a week, something was wrong, right? You, you just, it was a, it was in bad condition or it was, 
you're way overpricing it, whatever it was, but there was something wrong. Now in well-located areas, even we're seeing apartments that'll sit and they'll sit for a, quite some time, like a month we're talking. And prices I've seen go down, um, not drastically, and it depends on the market. Like we've got a uh, property in Minneapolis and a good part of Minneapolis and that the prices have gone down uh, $200 per month. Um, so that, you know, equates to like 15%-ish on the rent. We've got other places though, where prices haven't gone down. We're just not seeing as much activity uh, per se. Our, our occupancy went in... Um, one of our buildings from about 96% down to about 93%, which isn't horrible, but we're not seeing the leasing velocity that we used to. Um, still getting good rent. So it kind of depends on the market, but we're definitely seeing vacancies. We're definitely seeing uh, issues. I think one of my property managers was talking about it. And, uh, you know, we've had this kind of economic vacancy, but not physical vacancy. And what we're seeing now is the physical vacancy is starting to catch up with the economic vacancy. So economic vacancy, for those of you who don't know, is, you know, we, we might be 95% physically occupied, right? But maybe only 90% of our rent is actually coming in. So we've got an economic vacancy there, right? And so now what we're seeing is those two are catching up. So we're seeing a physical vacancy closer to 90%. Um, so yeah, it, it's, um, it's a little different right now. We'll see. Yeah. I'm starting to see a lot more concessions as well. Like free month of rent. Yeah. Matt, I was talking with a, um, a leasing agent of mine and they were talking about the concessions in the market and they had a showing the other day where a person came in and asked if we're giving any concessions and they said well no we're not you know our, our rent is really competitive with the market and we don't uh we don't have a need for concessions at this time and she said well places around you are giving up to three months worth of concessions wow so there are some places, some, and this, these are new construction. Our property is not mm -hmm. new construction, but there's some places that are newer construction that are giving, and this is in the Twin Cities, up to three months worth of concessions. Now, most of them are giving one or two months um, that are newish construction. And even some of the older construction, B-class, C-class, they're giving a month worth of concessions right now where that just wasn't happening in the twin cities. You wouldn't see a concession period. You know, we were doing lease up at our uh, Lexington properties and there we were giving some concessions, um, you know, half a month, I think was the last concessions we were giving, but that's when we were doing high volume uh, lease up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll, it'll be interesting to see um, 
how this goes and what happens, you know, we've got uh, obviously stimulus talks, but we've had stimulus talks now for how many months? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they, they'll say, oh, it looks like it's getting close and then nothing, it's just like nothing happens, right? There's no need for it to happen. And, and quite frankly, I don't see, you know, even though the news is saying that they're getting close on stimulus and it sounds like something's going to happen. I, I don't know. I don't see that really happening until the Georgia election, Senate election results really come through because look at the Democrats win um, that Georgia runoff. They're in, they're in the best position they've ever, or they're not, not ever, but I mean, they're in a great position, right? Mm-hmm. They can kind of do what they want to do. And so if they want, they have their wish list, they can just check it right off. Um, so why, why would they wait at the same time? They might go, well, now's a good time. Cause if we don't win now, we're in our, now we're in a lot weaker position. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah. And it's kind of a toss up uh, in Georgia right now. I, I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, yeah. And I quite frankly, I have no clue. <laughs> I haven't paid any attention to it. I just know that it's there and happening. Um, yeah. And the, and the stimulus money seems like it's helped to reduce economic uh, vacancies, uh, to a point anyway. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I'm not so sure about that. Um, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. I don't have like a statistic out there. I just go by my properties and what we've seen. And we've kind of seen a similar economic vacancy. Like it's it, for, for us, the biggest difference is we couldn't get rid of any of the tenants, right? Mm-hmm. So what we would have is normally we would have, you know, let's call it 10 tenants that didn't pay rent, but typically we could get them out very quickly. Well, now we just have to let them sit in the property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now instead of having, we still have 10 tenants that haven't paid rent, but those are the same tenants every single month. And so they've been living in our property since March, rent-free. I mean, so I've got tenants that owe me $15,000 at this point in time. They haven't paid a dollar since this eviction moratorium happened, and they're not going to. And quite frankly, when it, when it comes off, I'm, my guess is they're just going to leave and just say, hey, we can't pay the rent. We're going to leave now. You know, so whatever that is, I mean, knowing kind of what's going on in Minnesota, that's going to be, you know, quite a while before that comes off. So I haven't seen, I don't, I don't know. It's, I guess I don't know the statistic out there. I feel like the tenants who always pay are going to pay. Now we have gotten a few emails here and there. And this is this is where the vacancy issue has came up. Uh, in the Twin Cities in particular, this is happening. It's, it's interesting that it's happening more in the Twin Cities than it is in any other state. That's, that's interesting to me. Um, we've had several tenants that have now non-renewed their lease because of financial hardships. And because they don't have their job, they worked in the service industry. Um, and, and so now they're non-renewing their lease. We've had more of that over the last three months than I think we've like ever had. 
So in the Twin Cities, we're seeing probably the worst results out of all our rentals. Um, and those are really been hard to fill too, which is really interesting. So we're having a tough time filling units and we're having a lot of people that have decided to move because they can't afford it anymore. Now they've been responsible, right? They've paid up to the day they've moved. The ones that aren't moving, <laughs> they're just living there for free. Uh, and I can't do anything about them. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And it's interesting that it's mostly a Twin Cities problem when I look at our other properties. So, you know, obviously I have properties in Ohio, in um, Kentucky, and in Tennessee, and in Wisconsin. And I'm not seeing those same issues uh, at those other, in those other states. And how have you and your property managers been advertising vacancies? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, a, a ton hasn't changed because we we're pretty aggressive before, quite frankly. I mean, we were getting into any source we could. Internet is, you know, obviously the king of, of the advertising. So we're in apartments.com. We're in, we're on Craigslist. We're on Facebook marketplace. We're on, um, all, all the other apartment sites, uh, all the, the Zillow, the, um, truly uh the, all that kind of stuff so we're, we're all over the internet rent cafe all of that um we haven't done this l lately uh because we haven't had the need but in at the start of the pandemic when our lexington properties were were pretty vacant uh you know when we had 25 percent vacancy what we did is there was a there's a hispanic um kind of newspaper and this is in a hispanic area and we advertised through the hispanic newspaper um you know that brought in uh people we on, on one of my properties in um cincinnati it's in a kind of uh heavily saturated section eight area so we're you know reaching out to the section eight and other government assistance type programs try to get the more of that guaranteed rent, which is good at this point in time. Uh, if you do have a C-class asset, having Section 8 at this point in time is probably not a bad thing, right? Uh, because that's your guaranteed rent. And if the economy goes down south, uh, which it could, you know, and tenants can't pay, well, if you've got Section 8, they're, they're paying. So, you know, we don't have a lot of C-class, but the few that we do, we are either actively engaged with Section 8 or we're looking at actively getting engaged with Section 8. One good thing from this pandemic for uh, filling vacancies is that, uh, you know, I've started doing virtual tours for, yeah. you know, applicants. And so, uh, you know, I make everyone watch the virtual tour before I even uh, schedule an in-person tour with them if they want. Um, and so it's, it's weeded out a lot of, uh, of those people who are just kind of looking around and, and not really serious about renting your place. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. We've been much more proactive on our pictures, uh, making sure we've got really good images. And then same thing, virtual tours. Um, that's really valuable, especially I feel especially on that A and B class product. We're getting really good results with our with our virtual tours on our C class product which again, we don't have a lot of, but 
the stuff that we do have, we get a lot less people looking at those videos and reach out to us right away wanting that tour. Um, so we're in, especially in our A class, it seems like we always get the, the people have already said, you know, Hey, we've watched that video. We really like the place, that type of thing. So, um, but yeah, the videos are huge. The pictures, um, just really making sure your attention to detail is good. Obviously offering concessions. If you're at the point of needing them, right. You, you want to make sure you get people in the door. And so if you need the concession offering a half a month or a full month, or shoot, maybe even you got to offer two months, uh, whatever you got to do, um, to get people in the door, uh, that might be necessary. Mm. Yeah. Offering a free TV, <laughs> offering paint, paint choices. Like there's a lot of ways to get creative without, you know, just a simple, like you offer offering free paint choices. Um, where people can pick their own colors type of thing. Um, a, a TV, uh, an iPad, um, you know, stuff like that. People, people, honestly, if you give a free iPad, even though it only costs you, I don't even know what an iPad costs right now, 400 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever it is. That's, that seems like a big deal to them. It's a great gift. Right. And it's a, it, it, it attracts people. Hmm. So. Very cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing is, look, it, it's still strong out there, right? Uh, leasing has slowed down. We are in December. Uh, it's going to slow down. We're in holiday season. It's not time to panic yet, but it is time to be aware that it's, it's definitely not 2018, 2019 out there. It's a different leasing time. Uh, you probably want to be more diligent in who you're leasing to make sure that they've got the income, right. That they say they do make sure they actually still have their job um, that they say they do. And, you know, really pay attention to have they been actually paying the rent. Um, I think that's interesting because what we're seeing, I think a lot of what we're seeing, Matt, uh, is, you just don't have as much turnover because people don't want to move right now. Mm -hmm. They don't want to move. So unless they have to move, they're not moving. And so a lot of what we're seeing as far as people applying for our places are non-qualified people. They got kicked out. They, um, they moved because they couldn't afford their last place because they don't have a job. Um, and so that's a lot of what we're seeing right now, as far as our potential tenants, uh, which is of course never a good thing. So I think that's, that's the biggest challenge is we're just, once you, when you have a vacancy it's challenging to fill it. So instead of getting vacancies, try to figure out ways to keep occupancy, right? think that's that's going to be more valuable how do we keep tenants in there how do we keep how do we keep them paying like tenant emails you says hey we're having trouble with rent say here are our resources quite frankly before they even say that so just send proactive emails to your to your tenants um of here are any resources if you ever have any financial difficulty we understand the pandemic has been you know going on for a long period of time. And some of you might have some financial stress in your life. And if that's the case, we really want to make sure we are helping you in any way possible. And here are the resources 
for you to go to. Like, just be proactive because that makes them feel appreciated, makes them want to stay. And, you know, there is resources out there. And it's, again, it's hard to find new tenants. I had two tenants that moved out in Minneapolis that I think if we would have been more proactive, we probably would have kept them as our residents. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, like you said, that it shows that you care and, and your help, you're sort of uh, showing them that you've got their back and uh, yeah. by, by sharing those resources with them. And then they're going to be more committed. You know, the rent is for most tenants, it's their biggest bill. And if they start to fall behind on that, it gets harder and harder to catch up. Yeah, man. You, look, when I, when I was self-managing hundred percent and like talking with tenants all the time and you know, anytime they got a month plus behind, if they, if they got into that second month where now they owe two months, rarely, rarely ever could they catch up. It just doesn't happen. Um, every once in a while you can get somebody to catch up, but, but very rarely. So yeah. be proactive. All right. Well, that's all I got then. Cool, man. Well, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Um, you know, keep your tenants. <laughs> that's the biggest thing. Keep them and, uh, don't, don't be, don't be stingy. Be willing to offer them incentives, be willing to give free months rent. If you have vacancy, uh, be, be, just be willing to be flexible and be creative because uh, you need those tenants that they're important, right? To, to your bottom line. And they're important to uh, make sure, you know, these are people's lives that you're dealing with too. So uh, we gotta, we gotta be good to everybody. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me as well. You have a fantastic rest of the day, Matt, and make every day a Saturday. Thanks. You too. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. But your rating and review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free. I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and also look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like, uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out. And, uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.